The New Factory Thinker by Bill Bishop Section 3 New Factory Value Creation Chapter 16 Less Resources In the old factory era, the best way to make money was to get your customers to consume more resources, cars, oil, electricity, appliances, clothing, food, pet rocks, and a million other things. The more your customers consumed, the more money you made. In the new factory era, the way to make money is to help your customers achieve better results using less resources. Resources in this context means time, effort, energy, raw materials, and money. Consider the sharing economy. Close to my home is a tool library. For a $50 a year membership, you can borrow more than 3,000 tools such as hammers, saws, and ladders. If you want to make three holes in your living room, you don't need to pay $85 for a drill from the hardware store. You can borrow the drill from the library for no charge. Consider smart thermostats. They learn your lifestyle habits and optimize your energy consumption so you can stay comfortable, warm in the winter, cool in the summer, while spending less money. Smart thermostats are part of more integrated home automation systems that enable you to control lighting, security systems, and appliances, once again helping you save time and energy. Consider ways. Unlike other navigation systems that simply plot your route and provide basic traffic reports, Waze is a free collaborative navigation system that taps into the shared knowledge of its members. Waze monitors traffic conditions by collecting information from each member currently on the road. If another Waze member is stuck in traffic, the system advises you to take another route. As networks like Waze expand, the amount of useful information also grows, thereby helping members save even more time and energy by directing them to even more efficient routes. The sharing economy, smart systems, and collaborative networks are just three of the tools that will drive the new factory marketplace in the coming decades. As the economy makes its full transition to the new factory era, consumers will be empowered to save increasingly more time, money and effort using less resources in all areas of their life. A great example of this transformation is the music industry. In the past, if you wanted to purchase a song, you had to consume a lot of resources. You got in your car and drove to a store in order to buy a vinyl record. Then you drove home and put the record on a turntable. After listening to the song a few times, you stored the record on a shelf. It became part of your collection. That was a lot of resources needed to listen to one song. The amount of resources was even larger if we add in what was needed to make the car, produce the record, deliver it to the store, operate the store, and manufacture the turntable. When you take in the whole picture, the resources per song goes through the roof. In the new factory marketplace, you can listen to a song using much fewer resources. You can go online and choose a song or album from a streaming service like Apple Music that costs $10 a month for an unlimited subscription. There are 30 million songs to choose from. You don't have to leave your house, and it takes a few seconds. The resources per song is minuscule. Granted, many people lost their job when the old factory music industry went kaput. These victims of change included the people who manufactured the vinyl record, the driver who delivered the record to the store, the people who worked in the store, and the people who built the store and turntable. Recording artists also complain that they don't make as much money per song. 
but the consumer is thrilled because they get a better result for less time, money and effort. The incentive to save money by using less resources is one of the key factors driving the emergence of the new factory marketplace. As computers become faster and smarter and more people and things connect on the internet, it becomes possible to get more for less in every aspect of our lives. As a result, more and more things will become better and also less resource intensive. They will also be less expensive. In his book The Zero Marginal Cost Society, Jeremy Rifkin contends that most traditional, old factory, products and services will become virtually free. As more goods and services becoming nearly free, fewer purchases are being made in the marketplace, reducing GDP. Even those items still being purchased are becoming fewer in number as more people redistribute and recycle previously purchased goods in the shareable economy. A growing legion of consumers are also opting for access over ownership of goods, preferring to pay only for the limited time they use a car, bicycle, toy, tool or other item. As old factory products and services face downward price pressure towards zero profit margin, the question remains, how can companies survive in this environment? Why would companies continue to provide their products for free? Why would they and how could they? Of course, you know the answer. New factories will give away traditional products and services for free to entice prospects into their membership programs. To become a new factory thinker, you need to abandon your resource-intensive mindset. Create new kinds of value by helping your customers get better results with less resources. Ask, how can we help them save time? How can we help them save energy and effort? How can we help them use less raw materials? Many old factory thinkers do not like this principle. They think it's left-leaning environmental hogwash. They think they will make less money if their customers use less resources. That's why banks want their customers to use their credit cards as much as possible. Electrical utilities want their customers to use more energy. And the food service industry wants their customers to eat more fast food. But that's where the problem lies. The intentions and incentives of old factories are at cross-purposes to the best interests of their customers. Of course they deny it, but isn't it true? Do banks want their customers to use their credit cards less? Of course not. Do utilities want their customers to cut down on electricity use? Not a chance. Does the fast food industry advocate that the populace eat less hamburgers and french fries? Don't be absurd. Old factories want their customers to consume more because that's how they make money. Forget the moral and ethical ramifications of this issue. I'm not asking you to become a tree-hugging saint and tell your customers to use less of your product. I want you to make more money. I'm just saying that the consume more approach isn't good business anymore. Your customers now have alternatives. Every day, new factories are emerging to give them novel ways to get better results for less money, less time, and less effort. So the choice is yours, you can either be one of these new factories, or you can let a competitor do it. Old factories are dying because their goals are not the same as their customers' goals. They strive to become more profitable by using less resources in their operations, less people, overhead, and input costs, while encouraging their customers to consume more resources. But new factories are eclipsing old factories because they have the same goals as their customers. While they try to use less resources themselves, 
new factories also try to help their customers use less resources. In other words, new factories are on the same team as their customers. Old factories aren't. The underlying assumption of the old factory culture was that more consumption equals more happiness. Keeping the assembly lines moving meant economic growth and jobs. Consuming more was the way to make your contribution to society. In the new factory marketplace, a new equation for success is ascending, achieve more well-being using less resources. Incentives and capabilities are now in place for a new worldview based on these new aspirations, use less energy. Waste less time. Get things done easier. Spend less money on commodities. Be healthier. Be more content. Feel more secure. Feel more fulfilled. Feel more connected. Unfortunately, this opportunity is lost on many old factory thinkers. Recently, I met a young entrepreneur in the railroad industry. His company does maintenance on railcars. His business model is simple, get paid by the hour for doing maintenance on railcars. I suggested that he build a new factory to make money in a different way. Instead of charging by the hour, he would charge based on results. He told me that an independent research study determined that a railroad company that did proactive maintenance on all its railcars would save millions due to less downtime and accidents. I asked him how much his typical customer might save. He said they could easily save $50 million a year. I said, if you could cut their costs by $50 million, wouldn't they be willing to give you $10 million for that result? Instead of getting paid for his services by the hour, which is seen as an expenditure by the customer, he could get paid by results and be seen as cost saver. But he couldn't see the opportunity. His old factory mind was stuck on, we make money maintaining railcars and get paid by the hour. In fact, he became rather irritated by my suggestion, as if I was insulting his old factory. Too bad. I was just trying to figure out how he could make $10 million by helping his customer save $50 million. In the new factory marketplace, you are not going to make money by getting your customers to consume more. You are going to make money by helping your customers consume less. When you come to grips with this principle, you'll have a firm foundation as a new factory thinker.